Awakened Conscious Conversations podcast to help you grow and discover who you are, to develop a deeper, more complete side of yourself via conscious talks, self-love, meditation, and by interviewing some of the most inspiring guests on the planet. shamanichealings.earth for more information. Hello everybody, I'm your host, the gentle yoga warrior of Awakened Conscious Conversations podcast. And we've got two things to celebrate this year. One, it's a brand new year, which is rich in possibilities of personal growth and happiness. And two, This is episode one of season 15. Never in my wildest dreams would I think I'd be sitting here today when I first plugged in my microphone and recorded my first podcast back in 2020. And here we are in 2024 and it's still going strong. And I'd just like to thank you from the bottom of my heart, dear listener, for whatever number of shows you've, you've listened to. Without you, I don't have a show, so thank you so much. As I'm recording this, it's the start of a new year, and I think people think in January, or I've I've observed how the world can go a little bit mad on New Year's resolutions and then kind of punishing oneself when these impossible lists of New Year's resolutions aren't achieved. Now, I'm the first person to want to achieve things and to change, but I've learned over the years to kind of use this time in a different way so you get the most out of the year instead of putting all this emphasis on January in a really hard way, which is usually a tough month for many people. I know I know here it can be quite cold in January, but perhaps where you are it isn't, which again might have its own set of problems. But trying to like change every aspect of our life in January, and then quite often people set so many tasks that by the middle of January, end of January, they kind of give up because it's it's too hard. And I'm I'm not surprised to be honest. If you listen to this and you you've gone for something and it's still working out for you, absolutely fantastic. And I'm not saying that you can't change aspects of your life because. The foundation of my beliefs is that we can change. We change from within and then it kind of reflects in our outer world. Now, January is January through to spring, according to the Sister Science of Yoga, is kapha time, which is a mixture of water and earth. And water and earth can respond very differently. There's, there's, there's all these different seasons. So there's Kappa season, Pitta season, there's Vata season. And in these different seasons, obviously there's change. Like the last season was Vata, which was very much about air, air and ether. And it was kind of the autumn fall time. Whereas Kappa season, because it starts in January and it goes through to spring, there's a lot of changes happening. The first part of the year, there's so much change between each month. But um, it's impossible just to say, 
we're going to do this for the whole of the season because we are going to start from now right through to spring and each each week even is going to bring different possibilities. So for January, I firmly believe that it's a time to kind of plan and to pick, to kind of pick, cherry pick the aspects of that plan that is going to work with the time and how you are feeling during that time. So in January, it might not be the best financial time for many people as they recover from the holiday season. This might not be the case for you, but whatever it is, I think it's important to just take four things that you want to work on in this next quarter and break them down by the strengths that you have in line with the mums. So the four things to work on are fitness and health. So that's one. So I'll just call it fitness. Finances, I'll repeat that. So the first two is fitness and finances. And fun is the third one. So fitness, finance, fun. Fitness, finance, and fun. So FFF, so it's fitness, finance, and fun. And fulfillment. So fitness, finance, fun, and fulfillment. Fitness, finance, fun, and fulfillment. And the reason I repeat that is a little bit of a rhyme so it can kind of really sink in. I invite you to get a blank notebook, either maybe you've got some lined about or purchase one. And you're going to jot down four pages. So the first page, you're going to put fitness. The second page, you're going to put the title of finances. The third page, you're going to put the title of fun. And the fourth is fulfillment. So there's a difference between fun and fulfillment, but that will make sense as we go along. So January, people set these impossible fitness goals. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym five times a week and get super fit. And if you are able to do that, please don't let me keep you small by saying it's hard. I've just seen it time and time again when I used to teach yoga full time. Um, the classes would be packed so much so that the regulars couldn't get in January to February, which is, I always love people coming to classes. But then they sort of taper down until there was the ones that would want to stick with it. And, you know, it, and I think what kind of let people down in fitness in January is it's a time that's really difficult and financially and finding the time to do it. So for your fitness goals, I suggest that you write down what you'd like to achieve and then realistically, how much time have you got to do that? And instead of thinking, I'm going to go to the gym five times a week, I would say start off with less and add to it. Controversial, I know, but can you do some sort of fitness three times a week and just stick to that for the next month? And the the good side about technology these days, even though you quite often hear me rant about how it kind of is not so good for us, is that there's lots of free fitness things like on those video channels like YouTube, etc. And there is one that I came across, which I think is quite, I found is a good way to, get some extra fitness in and it's called I think it's called walking walking at home or something walking at home and 
they're even like 20, 30 minute programs. And I noticed that it's really good to kind of get the body going. And I thought that was a really good thing to help people. There's also fantastic yoga, like the famous yoga with Adrian. I know that she's been running classes for like decades, or it feels like that anyway. Um, very good to listen to. And then there's all other types of different exercise on YouTube if you can't get to a, a class. But this is not me telling you that's what you want to achieve. So because health and fitness can cover broad things, maybe it's what food you want to improve on. And again, instead of thinking, I'm going to eat um, whole food seven days a week, but then you're in a job which um, doesn't allow that to do it. Can you maybe dedicate to have like three healthy meals a week? And I'm always a fan of three because it's, it's, it's a bit more than just like a couple, which anyone could fit in. But three kind of shows a level of dedication, I think. And I always think that it become like the building blocks that you can build from there. Another thing about health and fitness is are you, are you drinking enough water? Are you breathing properly? But whatever health and fitness, I suggest and on our notebook, which you've divided into four sections, under the fitness one, do a list from one to ten and just list the top ten things that you would like to achieve with your fitness. When you finish that, you'll go through with a highlighter the next day and just pick three of those goals. And then you're going to move on to finances, which can be a sticky subject for some people. Perhaps you've overindulged over the holiday season or perhaps you're not earning as much money as you believe you're worth or maybe you don't believe you're worth it, but you want to, you would like to earn some more money. Perhaps you overspend, perhaps... You're not looking at your future investments like pensions, etc. And just list the top 10 things that you would like to achieve from that. And again, there's lots of free information um, available. I read this great book and it was called Prince, Char Prince Charming Isn't Coming. Um, it was by Barbara. The surname eludes me right now, but I will... I'll look it up after this recording and put it in the show notes. Um, but it was just saying that, and um, again, not to isolate anyone, but women are quite often taught not taught about finances, or they were in the past in the same way as uh, their male um, family members were. And it's really great is because it helps. It made me realise, actually, no, you know you can have control over your finances and things like that. But there's a lot of information on the internet and you just find one that's right for you. Perhaps you want to save. and Maybe sometimes you say, oh, I'm going to save £200 a month or $200 or whatever you're joining me on this podcast a month. But then your outgoings, if you put everyone on a spreadsheet, your outgoings don't allow for that much. Maybe you just start off saving a small amount and just building it. And every month that you don't go into your overdraft or you manage to save, it's a kind of an, an extra day that you've helped yourself. But again, you're going to do your top 10 financial goals and you're just going to highlight three that you're going to work on. So we've done we've done fitness, finance and fun. So fun is something that we so often forget about. It becomes like the last thing that we think about and 
I think having joy and fun in life is a very important things. Maybe your life's so busy, but can you make space to see a friend once a month? Can you go to like your favorite aerobics class? Can you oh can you go and see do something that you love? Maybe you like pottering around bookshops. I'm just t- using random examples here. But you list the top 10 ways in which you would like to have fun and then work on three of them. And how can you do that? So maybe you're thinking, oh, actually, again, post-holiday season, my finances might not be as abundant as I want. Think laterally and think of ways that you can do these things without without having to spend lots of money if that is the situation that you're in. And then fulfillment. So fulfillment is about how you kind of your place in this world what brings you kind of a sense of belonging and purpose? And it can be like maybe you're not in a job that you feel fulfilled in, but how could you add fulfilling aspects into that? And could you come up with a plan of how you can find that fulfillment? Fulfillment, it was a bit of a tongue twister, fulfillment. And maybe you don't feel that you can find what that is, but. I would say list 10 things that make you feel fulfilled or 10 things that you've done in your life that have made you feel fulfilled. And if you're not sure of the first, the three things that you want to work on fulfillment in this next bit, you can just kind of go through again and highlight the ones. But you think, oh, actually, yeah, I felt really fulfilled when I was helping such and such. And then could you think laterally and think, actually, how can I carve out maybe a career or some of my time that's going to allow me to do that so you've got this list right so we're going to work on fitness finance fun and fulfillment so with this list I now suggest and again feel free to pause this podcast come back to it again etc but I suggest that you write for the for the free things in each section what is one two and three what's the most important one to do over the next month so in your fitness thing maybe the three things that you've listed choose one of them the same with finance the same with fun and the same with fulfillment so then you have four things to work on from each section and this I know this is a lot of information and stuff but it it, it's really worth persevering and then out of those out of those four, come up with a couple of ideas of how you can get that started in this next month. So remember my super tip, which is instead of trying to do all at once, stop doing less and then build up that way. But don't do less than less again is always climbing in a sense. And above anything don't fill every second of your day find some spaces for quiet contemplation it's usually in those moments of quietness that we get our best ideas after them so if you're listening to me now and you're thinking oh gentle yoga warrior i can't haven't got ideas for all this yet don't rush it also don't procrastinate but kind of find that healthy balance where you're trying to work through it and then keep that in your notebook. And then hopefully, and then the plan is with the podcast over the next month, we should come up with some ideas to help you with that. 
We've got some cracking guests coming up. I've, I've, I've kind of handpicked them, the best of the best, as well as, I said, self-hosted shows. One of the New Year's resolutions, if anyone was going to have one, would be to, to make sure that you can sit quietly for a few minutes each day in a meditative way. So we're going to close our eyes. We're going to take a long, calm, deep breath. And let's just do our first micro meditation of the year. As promised, here is your meditation inspired by today's show. Top tips for the meditation is either sit nice and cross-legged on the floor with a nice straight back. Always nice to sit on a block or a cushion. Or if that's not available for you, you sit in a chair with the back nice and straight. The important thing is you're not slouching. And if you're doing something that requires you concentration, all you need to do is just pause this and you can reconvene the meditation at a time that is good for you. If you're doing the meditation, let's begin. So you're going to inhale through the nostrils, feel as if the lungs expand and exhale. And then again, inhale through the nostrils and then exhale. So as you sit here in this quietness, can you learn to breathe in a way that is in balance with your being? Slow and calm, like the ocean. As you inhale, you feel as if the waves of your breath move. And as you exhale, you feel as if the waves of the breath come back to you. So in and out, slowly, calmly, with space. As if you're bobbing along like a beautiful floating feather on a calm lake. And you move with the flow. And then sometimes you have to swim a little bit against the flow, but then you surrender back to it. So do you feel this sense of adventure? But once you make a decision, you also let go. And can you take that philosophy into the rest of your day? So go with the flow. By all means, have a bit of a compass of where you're going, but surrender into your very essence, your very being. So I'm absolutely delighted to give you this brief introduction of season 15 don't panic. I will not be doing making you do all a long list of tasks as I just did. But it's good to have a bit of foundation to work on. And then we can build up this notebook and hopefully come up with some really good ideas to get you these four pillars started. So thank you so much, dear listeners, for taking the time to listen and support our show today. And if you want any more information on what we have to offer, check out shamanichealings.earth for more information.